0: Hi, friends.
1: really hope we see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? We are so happy and proud that this episode is sponsored by Butternut Box, a brand that we love for many reasons. As you'll probably already
0: know if you follow us both on Instagram, Butternut Box is a fresh dog food delivery service that delivers straight to your door and takes into consideration all of your dog's dietary needs. The brand started with a rescue dog, which we obviously love, and Betty and Boo have absolutely thrived on it.
1: Butternut Box genuinely care about their dogs, and their ethos is that good enough for the dog is not good enough. Dogs deserve better. The meals are comprised of quality meat, veg, lentils, vitamins, and minerals and don't contain any grain, wheat, gluten, corn, soy or sugar all of which are known to cause intolerances in dogs. We haven't been asked to say this, but we wanted to highlight the huge amount of work the
0: Butternut Box do with dog charities. They donate meals to dogs in shelters and they even donate freezers so that the shelters can store the meals. If
1: you would like to try Butternut Box out for your dog, you can get 50% off your first two boxes with the following link. www.butternutbox.com forward slash alexandm M. <laughs> oh my god why did i post that ah, i don't know what to do should i delete that yeah you should definitely delete that <laughs> <laughs> hello 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 how are you good i'm good how are you i'm okay on my way here i was panicking i was like what are we gonna talk about what we're we gonna talk about and then i realized i've not seen you since the hen
0: Oh no, I've seen you every day. I've not spoken. Hem. Um, <laughs> we saw each like, Wait, it's Thursday. We The hem was at last weekend. We've seen each other on Tuesday. We spent the day together. Yesterday, we spent the day
1: together. Are you joking? And, and today again. And then we've not done a podcast episode to talk about. <laughs> you're just really forgettable <laughs> clearly <laughs> Thank you. <Literally> full days <laughs> like massive um oh soz. so but, yeah how was the hair now yeah i don't know how was it for you <laughs> it was a hoot i'm spinning i'm gonna get in trouble with daisy i'm spinning in my chair basically i've not been for a walk this morning she is high energy yeah I, i'm literally climbing the walls
0: by mine alex if you're listening to this will you please make sure that em has her walk Wait, literally you walk, like a dog, will you walk M, um,
1: please, before we do
0: the podcast,
1: because it is, like, know, high energy. I know, I know, I'm the worst. I'm like, this. Oh, fuck it, we'll just go straight into my bad. The good, the bad, and the awkward. My bad is, like, I hate complaining. I hate complaining. On the way here, I was like, we've done such a bad thing starting this podcast with, like, tell me something terrible. No. <laughs>
0: so, Maybe we should just do good and awkward. I know.
1: Anyway, fuck it. Not that next time, but today... Like, I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed at the moment. And, I, and I've and i not got time to walk myself. Like, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Everything's so great. But I'm getting married, like, super soon. And Jesus fucking Christ, sorry to take the Lord's name so vulgarly in vain. But um, it's so much. Like, this wedding stuff. is, And I'm like, nah, it's cool. It's, it's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. There's so, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, most things are done. It's like, most things isn't okay. Like, most things... Yeah. I can't bring my normal level of chill into this environment. Yeah, it's because a lot. You have to organise, you can't just organise yourself. You can't just show up. Yeah, there's so, so, so much. Yeah, so that's a lot. And everything's it fine, is. but like, I'm just, I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to do, we're, we're trying to bank a lot of episodes yeah. and I'm trying to get all my work basically done so that I can, Cause yeah. what everybody said to me, what you've said to me is like, don't overshadow the wedding would work yeah so I'm trying to really like heed that advice and like take yeah. a bit of time before to appreciate what's happening and then obviously take the honeymoon because I won't get this again with Alex yeah. at least <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah Definitely. I'm just trying to like get everything done. And I'm very overwhelmed. And my and bad bit is that I just, I'm I'm a combination, a terrifying combination of exhausted and so highly strong that I don't have time for my normal outlet, which is exercise and energy. Like, obviously, I'm a mess, and whatever. Normally, I cope with movement and I just haven't had the time because we just get up yeah. here and, I, and I, I'm too tired to get, like, realistically, I could get up at six. Anyone could get up at six in the morning and go for, a, you know, a walk or a cycle or whatever. But I'm just too tired. It's a lot. So I have some more time to exercise. and I have got time, but I'm just too tired. And anyway, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, you need to, yeah, d- definitely, like, before your wedding, at least, like, the week before, like, just have it to, like, l- enjoy the build-up, like, look forward to, like, even get stressed about it. Like, yeah. you know, just... At the
1: moment, I'm just on the edge of a breakdown. If anyone asks anything, I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Stop asking me things. Like, yeah. And then I feel like I'm being a bad person because I know that everybody else is excited and you want to be excited with them, but it's just like, yeah, it's uh, a lot. I don't know. So I feel like that's a a negative way to start.
0: And then also, I do feel like because everyone beforehand was like, make sure you enjoy the build up, make sure you enjoy the. I think we talked about this before, but I think that's really. Like, I feel bad for saying that because that wasn't helpful to me. Yeah. (laughs) Because it just made me not... Well, it made me enjoy the build-up less. It's
1: just making me feel guilt that I don't enjoy the build-up. It makes you
0: feel guilty. And actually, most people don't love the build-up. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. And it's just, like, you love the time itself. Like, it's amazing. And then, like, obviously you're going to love the honeymoon. But, like...
1: The build-up is a lot. I can understand why like fifties women stopped working after their weddings. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, I'm fucking done. I'm exhausted. Gonna... No, that's a really bad thing to say, sorry. Bad feminist, <laughs> slap. <laughs> that, that wasn't a choice. Um, that was so bad. Yeah. I'm going to just it... put a statement out there and be like, look, it wasn't fair for women. They should be, a, it should have been easy for them to go back to work after their weddings. It's unfair society. In them. I know that wasn't a choice. That was a tongue in cheek yeah. joke. I'm okay. going to retire after this wedding. <laughs> You're done. I'm absolutely done. Is I Alex could, helping you know, much. Alex is helping so much. Oh, okay. This is what I said this morning. We've got the help of a planner and I've got Alex and it's still okay. too much for me. Yeah. So I don't understand women that do this on their own, because a lot of husbands are just crap. Yeah, and you know, and, and, and our planner's our friend, which has been really, really useful. Um and because we're not getting married where we are, like we're not getting married yeah. in London, it was like we needed somebody, you know, who could help anyway. But people who do it on their own, I'm just saying, like, you are a fucking goddesses yeah. and, and doing it alongside sometimes kids other jobs like yeah. other jobs it does feel like a job doesn't it it does it does feel like a job yeah. but whatever that's my bad it's fine yeah. my bad's my great my bad Dave, I'm getting married Boo. They was useless Why? Like absolutely
0: terrible yeah absolutely useless oh god uh, to the point where I was like, initially I was like right we're splitting the task 50-50 and then in, the, in the end which is what I do with a lot of stuff I was like I'm just taking it into my own hands because okay. I've got control over it all I'm just going to fucking do it I like things done I like them done now I'm very impatient yeah do you want to do. The, do you want to do the Absolutely
1: cry? not. <laughs> it literally almost killed me. <laughs> you did so well. Sorry, Daisy, Daisy told me before we started my bark laugh is becoming a problem for the audio. Yeah. Because <laughs> I so noticed um, that there's a few less in there it's because i've cut them out it's because yeah, yeah, i cut, cut my bark i'm gonna work on that <laughs> no, I, i'm gonna I'm add sorry, it to my to-do list i don't list want to give you like a complex. a complex about it anyway sorry that was a really just, negative thing to kick us off because everything's yeah. fine it's not that bad it's just it's just a lot yeah. it's just that we're forced to pick a bad each week can't we oh, no. well we're forced ourselves yeah, to pick, a, pick bad. a bad each <laughs> week i know i feel really like I, I on the way here i was like i fucking hate this like i like looking for the good maybe the bad should be
0: optional maybe we should do a good and an awkward and the bad can be optional if we just fancy a moan
1: in that case can we just delete everything I've just said? No to say I haven't got a bad this week I'm fine <laughs> um, um no because I do have a bad okay right hit me my bad so on your hendu yeah which is also
0: very good also my yeah. good it was very good but on uh, your Hindi, one of your friends um she said something like oh it's so bad and I went yeah it's so bad and then she was like she looked at me she's like do you know that you you echo people and I was like fuck I do you do,
1: but we shouldn't tell you that. Do, you, do I do that? No. Oh, my God, oh, is finish. it a thing? You do sometimes, but it's nice. And you know what it means? It means that, you, it means that you're showing that you're listening. Oh, my God. It, oh, you've got a complex. Right, you went to a hen do- I went to M hen and I got a complex. That's when you need to get your T-shirt. Because she said that, and I was like, I'm 33.
0: I'm sure that would have come up at some point. But then I was like, fuck, I think I'm... Yeah. I did something else and she was like, You're doing it on purpose and I was like, No. Oh well she can get fucked. Anonymous <laughs> friend, not, you can get fucked. I'm not oh, doing it on the
1: oh, have you no, no. have you noticed that? Not particularly. But yes. You can tell me the truth. Not particularly. I know you do it sometimes, but I I think that's first of all an ADHD thing, but I also think it's it's showing that you're listening.
0: I think I think I tend to I tend to have the urge to complete other people's sentences, and I really fight hard against that because that's a shit thing to do. But I didn't know that I echoed. I don't know. Oh, I'm okay. really sorry that you have a complex. No, no, I've not a before. a complaints to... form. <laughs> but then you know you're like, because first, my literally my first instinct was like I'm at this point in my life, someone would have said it to me by now. Like one of my sisters, my mom, like they're very honest with me. And then, but no one said that to me before, and it's a thing. So I'm like, what else is a thing that I don't know about? The people. Okay, fine. I'll tell one I'll no, go on. You, oh you burps. Okay, yeah, I'm aware of that. You, they really disgust you, don't they?
1: They're just so loud, Al. They're just it so really loud. really disturbs you, yeah. Um, okay, so that we've got some bars. So sorry, we're gonna go. <laughs> let's go good. Let's get good. Okay, good. Um, go on. You're good. Mind, you go, dude. Yeah. So so we'll just give a little rundown. Does anyone give a shit? Yeah, yeah go okay, on, fine. Let's give so go, Let's give a little rundown. I was trying to keep it all secretive, and then it ended up in the Daily Mail anyway. That embarrassing photo of me in the pants out. So I was like, well okay let's let's share the news so my two best friends um I, that. I tried to keep it all secretive i did not i invited five influencers <laughs> for a while anyway um but yeah my my two my two besties came and picked me up just after we finished the last recording and they drew and i always drive everywhere so i was like this it was really weird but i was like a very happy kidnappy i think i make so many decisions <laughs> all the time i was just like cool where are we going yeah. like didn't give a shit yeah, so we, we went to this amazing castle, and on the Friday night, we had uh, my but Ellie, my best, my maid of honour, my she best friend. Smashed she smashed it. She it just surpassed every single one of my expectations. We just so had good. the best time. And we stayed, she booked it during COVID, so it had to be a place that was amazing enough that if, if everything was closed and we yeah. couldn't go clubbing, we couldn't do anything, then we would still be okay. And we would have, have been. And, and we would have been so fine, and, and it was amazing. And, and we had these guys come and cook us dinner on the Friday night, and it was so great. And And then on Saturday, we went, poor Elliot planned for us all to go paddleboarding and like have a picnic on the beach. And the weather was fucking heinous. So we got down there and I was like, oh my God, if I get on a fucking paddleboard now, I'm going to end up in Cardiff. (laughs) Like, bye. Um, So we couldn't do that. And then I was like, well, there's a mini golf place down the way. Like, do you want to go and have a look? And on the way to the mini golf place, we drove past an arcade and we were like, Oh, my God. And I just saw your face and you were like, and there's air hockey. I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) So we just went into this random arcade. It was like Breen theme park. If Ellie had planned for us to go to there, I'd be like, what? But because it happened by accident, it was just like the the best day. We had chips. We went into the arcades. We won like tickets and coins yeah. we just played like air hockey and like went on the roller coasters <laughs> i went on the dodgems which is like literally the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> ever yeah. um and it was just amazing we we're on the log flume so it was just the best day and then saturday night Elle told me we were bar crawling and that was the only bit i was nervous about i was like oh god like it's in bristol i was like i've never been here before i'm gonna be in a feckin short little stress and like and Oddly, I like being the centre of retention in some areas, but then there's some where I'm just like, I'm really That's uncomfortable with it. And I was really nervous about that somehow. I think it's because it's right. going to be really sober. I don't know. I was like, oh God. Anyway, and then as we were just getting into the taxi, this bright pink bejazzle bus came round the corner. And it was a surprise for you guys as well, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, was just like... So good. So good. And my specific good from the whole week from my whole life to be honest when we sat on that bus and ellie and katia my sister and my best friend got up and sang what's going on or what's up by the four non-blondes and it's my favorite song i want to play it at my funeral don't ask just fun chaos it's It's a great tune daisy's agreeing um and i just love the song so much and they they sung it and i don't know there was just this moment where i was like oh my god like, I'm the luckiest person in the whole wide world. Aww. Like, and everybody talks with weddings, so like obviously about like the love of your, the person that you're marrying, your partner. But what I don't think I foresaw was like the love that I would feel for like the women in my yeah. life. Yeah. And I was just like, I am so lucky yeah. that like you all gave up a weekend and a buttload of money and, and your time and you're all getting on. And, and it, I don't know, it was just like, I just feel so loved by like, the so the nice. women that I respect so much. So I was just, every time I looked around, I was like, oh my God, I love all these people so much. How lucky am I to be loved by them? Like, that's Aww. so amazing. And then those two were singing. And I was like, they're the best people I know. And they know my favorite song. And Aww. I was like, all this fangirling that... They knew my favourite song, even though they're like... But they're like my two favourite people. I don't know, now I'm going to cry again. But I literally just burst into tears. I was like, oh my God, I'm like the luckiest person in the whole world. It was amazing. I've never felt so special. Not when, not Never. Never. Like, even, you know, like marrying Alex, which is weird. Like, I can't believe that the the party but the bejazzle bus, (laughs) surpassed the engagement ring. But there was just (laughs) this real feeling of just like... Proper love, and it's like no matter what happens, like I know that I've got the best woman in my life, and it was just fucking stunning. It was very, special. and I think it was like one of the best moments of my whole life. Yeah, the best, which is like Steve, the bus it driver, was... must have been like oh. for fuck's sake. But that party, it was epic. <laughs>
0: it was just like literally, I was having so much fun, and I shout myself. Was, like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> not actually but like I'm just trying to like emphasize how much fun I was having it was so good it was just so good it was karaoke like we were drinking Charmaine Carver I think it was or Charmaine Champs yeah out of these like little plastic flutes and like in this pink and it was like a nightclub in there and then all of a sudden you just like get a glimpse of the of the outside the cold yeah light like the day, 303 and it's like the, oh hello motorway, yeah. i was like don't look that way yeah. <laughs> I just like so sobering
1: and we got out the out the bus and it was just like Bristol. It wasn't it was like dusk in Bristol. And yeah. I was like, I've never been to but I was like, fucking hell, Bristol's stunning. It's stunning? I was like, how did I
0: get here? And like, I didn't see much of it. No. We saw like the inside of like, three. Three. Bars yeah, bars. we went
1: to one bar then and it was re- and thank God for that bar because it really slowed us down. Yeah,
0: but I do want to shout out the other bar that we went to
1: because oh I God.
0: feel like they deserve a shout out because it was just so good. And we
1: went to so the second bar we went to, we were on the way bar we were on the way to wherever we were going. I I know I know, I was such a sheep, I was just following and these security guys were like hey do you want to come in We you can have free shots we were like fucking a that's an absolute yes from us we went in and i don't know how it happened but we did not pay for a drink all night literally it was okay I've got it, i mean, we are all over their Instagram. Like we are literally, they uploaded, they uploaded like four grid pictures of us within the space of 20 minutes. And this was gonna be my awkward, but it isn't, but it was going to be. Your man, the owner of the place, he asked if we could have a photo together and he bought loads of like apple schnapps. So I was like, fuck, I'll do anything for an apple schnapp, whatever, (laughs) get in this photo. And he just put his hand on the top of my head. and i was like weird pat what you doing <laughs> i was like could be worse could have been the arse um but still really weird i was like hello oh, hi. hello anyway um they were called, it's, it was Yamas,
0: Yamas, Yamas in bristol it was, was so yes. good no and then,
1: yeah there's so many hens well we were the only people when we went in. we were quite a good investment because we like for, yeah. a, for a couple of apple schnapps we did bring a party but it was so fun was so fun and then we went out to pop world afterwards which was a 90s night Literally, the, I mean, I was, I was really, you were really drunk too. I was Alex, like really I drunk. won the limbo competition. Oh my God. That should have been my good. So That should good. have been your good. I won the limbo have competition. Have you seen my video of that? Don't I put it in the talk room, but it to me good. about the video. Why? Because there is some incriminating evidence in that video that I'm not proud of. Right, well, now I have to tell the podcast what? the truth about the limbo competition. What? I approached the stage. I was yeah. excited. I'd got yeah. through level one, and this yeah. was the finals. Yeah. I was, I, Tabby had gone down. She'd eaten shit. She yeah. was on the floor. She'd hit the deck. So, I, right. so many people had hit the deck. Yeah. I was like, I'm in a fucking lovely rented dress. I can't hit the deck. That was my last sober thought. I also right. thought, this is my Hindu. I'm really I'm good really at the it's... limbo, and I want to, <laughs> and I actually am really good at the limbo, randomly. hypermobile yeah. mobile life. Anyway. Said to your man, yeah. I was like, Look, buddy, I really want to win this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my hen do So if you could just do me a little. And I winked at him. And as I did it, ever so slightly, he lifted, he lifted the <laughs> Ever so slightly. But it has been caught on video. <laughs> <laughs> in that video. I was like, Oh, but you won Fair and Square. Well, we'll never know. We'll never. Do. But in in lieu of that information, we are going to assume that I won fair and square, yeah. and I also got given a free bottle of champagne and a balloon shaped like a guitar. And it was probably a <laughs> <the, laughs> champagne carver, okay. and, and it was still. Jump, and I drank jumps. it out the fucking bottle. And I was like, <laughs> I'm a mess I won the limbo competition. I was delighted. That should have been the best. That was like. I thought, felt really euphoric
0: when he won. I was like, oh my God, he won. It's a handy, she won the limbo. She's
1: got a bottle of champagne, champagne, champagne. She's got a guitar. I was like, this is amazing. But it wasn't it. The whole night was just... I know. Um, and no one got bad drunk. Because that can happen. You take like 10 yeah. women out on a no, we night out. Drunk. Some people want to like have DMCs. Some people need to cry. Some yeah. people want to pull. Some people want to whatever. But everyone, we like drunk. the vibe check was like... On board, everyone was on it. So on it. Like everybody was vibing. Everybody was absolutely shit faced, yeah. but just wanted to sing. You know, like we don't want to waste time. We don't want to waste time talking in the smoking area. Like we've got bangers to sing. Yeah. And and we're gonna sing them and dance them. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good.
0: Like I I pulled I pulled a muscle Did you? from dancing. Yeah. yeah Ellie couldn't turn so... her head the next day. It was so
1: good. <laughs> You're all weak. <laughs>
0: Not yeah, so good, and, um, you have a,
1: Is your good, this?
0: Yeah, I just had a fantastic time. I had such... I had an absolute ball. I mean, I felt horrendous on the
1: Sunday. You know, like, I actually horrendous. didn't feel that bad. I think I, feel, I felt like a sack of absolute dicks all week, but that was, I think it was about a wedding present from, from, from God. Universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my awkward also happened on that night, inevitably, oh inevitably, and it includes you. Oh, yeah. And our new best friend, Stephanie. Oh, my <laughs> God, shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie. We, she so, was so nice. She was so nice. We were, we were uh, to be just right, so I just, I'll set the scene. The floors are sticky. I'm sticky. I'm sweaty. I've just won the limbo competition. In one hand, I've got a bottle of Carver, and in the other hand, I've got an inflatable balloon, shaped like a guitar and i was absolutely delighted and i was and, and i was coming down and this girl was like oh my god and th- this is vaguely what i remember i'm putting pieces together S- she basically said i love the podcast and i was like oh my fucking god and she showed me her garmin and she was listening to the podcast presumably in the nightclub i don't know but it was like paused on nat's episode she was like look i'm literally listening to it listening to it right now and i was like oh my fucking god now i don't i don't remember this from a bird's eye view but my friend lucky a reliable witness said she was watching the whole thing, and I was like freaking out. And I was like, "Oh my god, Al's here!" And I turned around and I was like, "Alex, this poor girl," I'm like yelling your name in her face, and, like Alex. And then you come down the stairs and you literally at me. went, "What?" <laughs> I was, like, Stephanie listened to the podcast. You're like, Aah! and then we asked her for a picture. Which <laughs> is definitely not what you're supposed to do. And we didn't have our phones on, we're so lucky. My friend had to take the picture, and then Where are text our it. Phones? Don't know. Uh, literally, no. I, I actually have no idea. I don't know. Anyway, l- lucky had to take it on her foot, and then text it to Stephanie, who then had to WhatsApp it to me or DM it to me. I don't know. Anyway, and we just wouldn't let her go. We wouldn't. We were would, like, <laughs> ah! and every time, like she walked were like, Look us. Oh, That's so embarrassing. So nice. embarrassing, yeah. So um, I remember
0: that. I remember it was like a search party to find me and I was yeah. running around the club like a Tasmanian devil, just like Six! determined to dance in every corner of the club. <laughs> oh, my God. But it was so... And that photo of us is just so... Literally, we
1: so drunk. So, well, there's that video of us about that I shared on Instagram a couple of times where we but thought it was a photo and it was a video.
0: I thought that was just the one incident and then but then the next day lucky was like no it happened like seven times there were a few
1: podcast listeners yeah i don't, really I don't remember, remember the that. others which is really worrying for me that. i remember stephanie because i've got photo evidence she said one happened outside but i just no we were it wasn't great oh. we were really drunk yeah. yeah, so Really, i'm just so sorry to anyone yeah that if you're listening like that. and you saw us I, like i'm not proud no, i am not proud delighted that, it, that i had the best night of my life but i'm not necessarily proud of my actions yeah i just want to apologize yeah, and... it wasn't yeah <laughs> we love you and we're, just sorry. <laughs> we we're so sorry we lit i bet we'll an absolute shite oh my
0: god we'd have been,
1: i mean dr- i i literally dread to think <laughs> what we said to that poor girl okay. those poor girls oh, know, oh my god i know so so embarrassing <laughs> yeah. but then I, but yeah but also the best night of my life so yeah, so good oh it's just gas pop world who knew if you've never been to a pop world Go, go, go! Nineties, so like there was not one bad song. Like not nothing upsets co- me more. No. I'm a lyric lover. Like nothing upsets me more. You're on the dance floor and then, like a song comes it's... on and you're just like, oh, crying out loud, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like drum and bass shit. But right. There wasn't. You like there a... wasn't. We had yeah. the Spice Girls. It we was... had Tiny Temper, pass out. Anyone that plays pass out, it's good, it's good in my books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an answer to book. Yeah, it's the answer. It lives up to his name. Yeah. What world. Yeah. I'm still recovering now, though. It's but, Thursday. You've done your awkward. Anything
0: awkward for the week? Oh, my awkward. Yes, my awkward. This has to be my awkward because about like 100 people text of, of DM me like this has to be your awkward. So Piers Morgan did an interview uh, for uh, the Stephen Bartlett's podcast and in it he brought up the debate about obesity.
1: I just obesity. really love it. I, like I love it when he chimes in. I'm like I just I love it when you're doing this. Like absolutely. I value your opinion so much on things that have absolutely fuck all to do with you, peers. Like, Literally, it's just, nothing it's just to do with it. So it's so exciting yeah. for me. I, nothing brings me more pleasure. Like fun. when he talks about Callie Thorpe, you know, and that Cosmo cover, the gorgeous Callie, who we love as a human holiday. being and test And he talks about these women that he doesn't fucking love. Yeah. yeah. So like, I love it when you do this, you massive felon. Literally, anyway, he's just
0: like <laughs> courting controversy, and I just at
1: the expense of women's mental at the expense
0: and of I just, mental health. just a cunt when I ask. Use that word anymore? Are we? Are we? Yeah, boo. But- we're really good at spelling. We're so. good at spelling, okay. <laughs> um, So I was like, I saw it, it angered me, and I was like, I'm doing a video on this because, and also, oh, okay, we won't get into it, but this, this, like, oh, it's not healthy to be bigger. Like, I was like, I'm going to write, I'm going to, like, get my thoughts out about this, exactly what I want to say. It's
1: not healthy to be trolled, by the way, on the biggest podcast in the country. Right. Just, by, just for yeah, the record. Exactly, but, yeah. As
0: you were. Yeah, yeah. Where's, your, where's your concern for mental health? Yeah, exactly. Because you dig. Yeah. Anyway. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, do a video on it. So I did my very serious video and I was all like shouty and like, uh, 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 click, 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 and like says. annoyed yeah. and like, Quite right. I ended it with like, cause he had this quote where he was like, people with mental health. And he's like, at some point you just have to say like, come on, get over it. And I ended it on that. And I was like, and now I'm done and somehow some fucking I I, to this day I have no idea how this happened but I'd edited this video and managed to put in a random fucking clip of Betty and another and my sister's dog like playing it is the most like it's a shit video like it's not good lighting like my sister's horrendous feet are in frame and it's just like (laughs) betty and this this other dude being like oh like we're just playing it lasted for like 34 seconds comments kept coming through and people being like i love this but i don't understand the dog thing and i was like what dog thing And then Amy messaged me and she was like, Al, have you seen the end of your video? And you know, you like have that hot flush and your blood runs cold. And I was like, what's at the end of the video? What the fuck have I done? And then I just looked and I
1: was like, what is that? What is that? That so funny. So. And you are so lucky it was that and not anything else. It could have been, well, yeah. It could, it could have been anything it could have been anything it could have been the outtakes which would have been so embarrassing if it was like and on that note pet oh never mind and yeah, then you know when you bring the camera anything. close to your face before when you try and end it and it's like just up your nose like it could have been all of those it could have been anything so like and it's I your sister's have... ugly trotters not yours <laughs> <laughs> she she
0: ties me she was
1: like really <laughs> really <laughs> the others were dying
0: and she was like did you have to I was like, honestly just didn't know. Anyway, oh god, so, so always watch your videos before you upload them. I
1: can't be bothered. I don't like to watch my own videos. No, neither like, do I. Dull. That was that, yeah. clearly a mistake. Okay, right. Well, we'll learn from this. Thanks, Al. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's my upgrade. Um, oh my god! I can't believe I've just done um, this. But I just had a little burp. Did you? That shame is on hypocrisy. you. Hypocrisy. Shame, shame on you. Pot. I'm a kettle. <laughs> shame on you. Could you hear it? No. Was it ladylike and little and stunning? And smell free, odor free. Would you odor free burp? Yes. Yeah. Odor oh free. God, I don't smell. I don't smell. I smelt a strong whiff of apples this morning when <laughs> you burped. It's overpowering, actually. Um, felt like I was in an orchard. You get a medal, guys. This interview. Okay. This interview. This interview this isn't necessary. Oh. This fun. was an emergency this episode. This shouldn't be my bad. It was very, it was bad, but good. Bad, bu- bad but good. Bu- this is, a, this this was, a, this is a, this was an emergency episode. This is like, yeah. this is like triage. This is like resource. This, we texted yeah. Jack in an emergency. So we were supposed to be doing something else this Monday, another episode, a, a sort of special one. And then uh, our guest got COVID. So we couldn't do it. We had the slot and it was like, oh my God. This is good timing. This is stunning. So we called Jack yeah. and we were like, help. If our last session with Jacqueline, if our last episode was an accidental live therapy, this was a deliberate live therapy Absolutely. session. Um El, do you want to talk about it?
0: Yeah. So obviously I had the little mini breakdown last week and then was like, we need to get Jack back. So that's what we did. We it was it was Jacqueline Hurst, who you all heard on the very first episode, actually, our first. Which has guest been our episode. most
1: popular episode yeah, ever. Which is
0: hugely popular. Um And we just talked about like people pleasing and boundaries. And I feel like I came away from it feeling like incredibly self-indulgent. And I still do feel a bit like, like awkward that this is going out and it feels like one quite vulnerable, but two also like, it's just not all about me. So, but I think that if anyone's listening, that's a people pleaser, which I'm guessing will be a lot of people Uh and anyone who's listening who like struggles to like cope with boundaries like listen and like the me like
1: when i'm talking like let it be you kind of thing but that's why i think it's so important because i I knew I, I knew or i know that you're feeling self-conscious about it but i think it's really valuable because it, you can talk about the theories and the like hypothesis and like all of the 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 ideas behind this stuff but it's really hard to put it into practice and you often need an example of like how do I do this and you've offered people that by being really vulnerable and I actually think you've given something really really valuable and I'm really proud of you and I'm really excited for everybody to hear this because you don't like I can't stress it enough. like you don't know what you don't know, and I think we have all been conditioned to people, please. And we're all really vulnerable. and 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 there is it's this horrible, I think, like, um, combination of emotion female emotion has been so stigmatized that when we can't when we feel like we can't cope it's like we we feel so guilty for not being able to cope and we feel so embarrassed for crying and and we don't know how to ask for help and it's the worst thing because I genuinely believe that so much of our conditioning has led us to be people pleasers and then we can't actually cope with the reality of that because we've also been conditioned to believe that it's weak to cry and it's yeah. and we don't know how to ask for help and, I, like, and it's self-indulgent that's what it feels but it, like, it isn't yeah I mean I get that like it feels yeah yeah but I, I really think this is going to help this i know we're doing that thing where we talk about how helpful it's going to be but i i am actually really like <laughs> i'm really like excited that we can bring jacqueline's yeah. teachings to more people because it it's such necessary shit to make totally. women happier yeah
0: and like, i think so yeah and i'm really i left feeling like a weight had been lifted off my chest yay
1: and i and i just yeah i hope that
0: that's has I, the same effect
1: for you guys i just love yeah. this and we we're like i mean i know everybody's going to love this episode i already know it but uh, yeah. and i'm really excited that jackson basically agreed to be our like resident therapist yeah. so um she'll be back yeah. again which is just great but this specifically is yeah like people pleasing and boundaries and, and work boundaries yeah. and it's just it's gas.
0: And I'm proud of you, Al. Thanks. Love Thanks. you. I hope your whole thing is good. And if you don't, please don't tell me. <laughs> please don't let me know.
1: <laughs> We've still got some work to do. Yeah,
0: no, yeah exactly. <laughs> that'll be for the next session. Right. Here's another, ac- no, here's a deliberate live therapy session with Jacqueline Hurst. Enjoy.
1: Okay. Hi everyone. And welcome Hello. to an emergency podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's back. Jack's back! We've actually been wanting to have Jack back, haven't we, for some time? Well, since the first episode. And then it stopped being a want and started being a need, (laughs) because last week we had our... we had a candid moment about (laughs) Alex's lack of boundaries and my, like, lack of sensitivity towards that, and... Yeah, and it, and we're like, we basically, we need help, Jacqueline. Yeah, so, I need to know um, everything. Yeah, welcome back. Out. I'm, I'm sorry,
2: I'm completely like, what
1: happened here? All I know is, Jack, we need you. now. Yeah. It's like, you tomorrow. Yes, let's do it. What happened? We've shown up Please? at your house, we've invaded it, we've just set cameras up, we love we're like, it. help.
0: I love it. we made it sound like a huge It wasn't a um, huge fight at really all, No, it was tiny. But it's I don't really fight, I don't know, I've, I'm very uh, non confrontational.
1: Yeah. But. We didn't really fight, though, but it did. It did cause an interesting conversation about like boundaries in general. And then we just realised that there's probably loads of people that need a bit of help putting in a boundary and basically realising that no, like that saying no to something doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. Basically, but can we tell? Yeah. Can we tell Jack why she's here? Like let the surprise go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you look really scared. No, I'm just <laughs> like you have to break something. Me, up. Like, what <laughs> yeah. Well, we did say who would win in a <laughs> wrestle, and now it's back to And I think it would be me, but definitely me. No, I think... um, who do you think would win uh, in the fight? Just before we tell you this, what's happening? Listen, okay. I'm so spiritual and zen. I'd rather that you didn't fight. No, but and if yeah. we and did.
2: A <laughs> physical <laughs> fight. Who do you think would win? Piper.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not an option. <laughs> Me or Al. I
2: just, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't answer that.
0: That's do a good answer. That's a terrible answer. I don't even like hard. boxing. I'm like,
2: why would people, we won't get into that now, but like, why would people want to watch people box and fight each other?
1: Yeah, it is odd. Yeah, it is
0: weird. I actually do like it, but it is weird. Like, sometimes I'm like, why do I like this? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't actually want the people to get hurt, but of course,
1: anyway. yeah.
0: So I just keep laughing. So moving
2: across from physical fights, why are we here?
0: Guys? <laughs> you, go. Go. No, you go. You <laughs> go. Well, I think, I think basically, without airing all all of our dirty laundry <laughs> to the entire podcast, this the podcast has been amazing, but it's been a lot more work than we realised, and it's been go go go. We've been since Christmas, we've done an episode a week, and we have obviously like this so much that goes into podcasts mm-hmm. that like people don't see. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, cool, we'll just like, record an episode a week, great. But it's a lot, and there's a lot of different WhatsApp conversations. We've got one with our management, one with our producer, one with the guy who runs our social media accounts, and it's kind of chaotic. And, and we're, we're still- And guests and- It's a yeah, we're and still you trying to, a way of
2: doing your own things yeah, as well,
0: right? Yeah, we are, and we're obviously friends as well. <laughs> and we're still in the process of trying to like streamline everything and make it just as little work as possible but it is it's it is it is chaotic yeah and And we wanted
1: to make sure that we don't hurt each other's feelings but we also have the confidence to say when we can't do something and I think like Al and I are both people pleasers and we thought since like we have done doing the work on this yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. disaster (laughs) we're both trying to please each other and we're trying to please like obviously like our listeners which is probably the most important thing in terms of the work element but then we've got to please everybody else and like and try and make everything go as smoothly as possible but we're so scared of hurting other people's feelings and yeah. i think you know it's not actually a massive deal in our friendship but we just thought since we're having this conversation it'd actually be quite cool to work it out and to like play it because i know that we won't be the only people that feel like this or like right. that are scared to like say no to something or whether it's be their families or like their bosses or yeah. whatever because they don't want to be disliked or i'm un- Dislike the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to piss yeah. people off or they don't want to let people It'll be down. seen as difficult. But one of the things that you taught me was that I couldn't let people down. I oh. taught you that and I also taught you, which is very controversial,
2: and people only really sort of really understand this on a deeper level when they do in quotes the work with me about mindset. Our thoughts create how we feel, right? And I bang on about this all the time, right? Our thoughts are in our brain, and how we feel is in like an emotion in our body, okay? So if we're the ones that are creating how we think, we're therefore the ones that are creating how we feel, Mm. okay? Which tells me that I can't hurt your feelings and you can't hurt my feelings because it's all dependent on how I think about that thing. And it's really hard for most people to understand and maybe they need to rewind that and listen to that 20 times if they need to. But ultimately, you doing you doesn't need to affect me unless i think about it in a way that it does so you could okay. be late right you guys can say okay we're going to be here at one o'clock and you can rock up at like 20 past one hmm. i have two different ways of thinking about that right option a is negative why is she doing that why are they so late don't they respect my time That blah 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 negative 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 usually make it personal right it's about me you know and then we go into this like now i'm angry and we think we're angry or i would be angry at you guys being late but i'm not Mm. i'm angry because my thoughts have created that within within me so it's a better way to think which is like maybe she got stuck in traffic maybe she's got her own stuff going on right now you know maybe 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 there could be some much better thoughts that you could choose that would make you feel calm Now, that doesn't mean, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here, but that doesn't mean I allow you to disrespect my time over and over again. Right. But it does mean that step one is that's
1: not about me and I get to choose how I feel. So what do, how do you, so this first time we're late, right? And you're like, okay, well, they're chaotic, obviously they're late. But when we're late again, for the third or fourth time. but,
2: But I would have said it the first time. So the first step is choose a thought that feels good. Because me thinking, oh my god, that I can't believe they're doing that to me, doesn't feel good for me. Mm. So I choose a thought that feels good, which is like maybe there's an issue, maybe there's a problem, maybe the trains were delayed, like it's not their fault, you know. Then I feel calm, then I can take the right action. Which is, guys, what happens, right? Mm. And you might be like, Oh, yeah. I was I didn't know what to wear. In which case I could very gently say, Listen, Han, next time if you could come at one, please be here at one because I've got clients and I've got da-da. and I can just then say something really calmly, which mm. is a boundary. But if my thoughts are all jumbled up and I've got really negative feelings going on, how am I ever even gonna say the right thing to you? It might come out sideways, like I can't believe you were late and then boom, it all goes wrong so yeah. it starts in the head
0: but <laughs> no i love the but it's good Bring but it. i mean if everyone had that outlook but it's not about i them. think that i would be able it's to not do about it them.
2: it's about you and it's about your disease to please it's yeah. about you desperately needing to please other people and that is really important work to do alex because why do we want to do that which part of us needs to please what is that and why is that right is it a fear that someone's gonna abandon you if you don't please them is it that they're not gonna like you if you don't please them and i'm a really big believer of like and it's okay to cry right i'm a really big believer of allowing our feelings out right and as i've got older i'm double your age now I'm really even more of a big believer of like, get it out because that's suppressed emotion and we can't keep it in. Why do we need to please? What is it? What are we so frightened of if someone says, I can't believe you said that to me? I Um, think it's a multi- uh, But what's the worst thing that can happen,
1: Alex? If someone (laughs)
2: says, (laughs) but if, let's go there, right? What's the worst thing that can happen? if, If you say what you think and someone disagrees with you, And they have a difference of opinion what's the worst that can happen
0: i mean i get anxiety i suppose that's the worst really or they do you know don't want to be my friend anymore okay so let's follow that one through
2: that you and i are friends and you say to me something and i say i don't agree with that alex Blah 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 i don't want to be your friend anymore let's just pretend that happens what's great about that (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're not allowed to answer yeah, I would say anything is that it's obviously toxic in the first place so
2: why would you want a toxic friendship in your life because every time I've said to people in my life and I'm speaking from experience right I'm and I say this a lot I haven't got 400 degrees and blah, I'm speaking from a drug addiction anorexia, bulimia this addiction, that addiction pulling myself apart pulling myself apart to re- Build and relearn, and learning that if I say to somebody, This is my boundary, and that person kicks and fights against it and leaves my life, that is a gift. Because why would I want that toxicity in my life? Because the people that love me, the real people that love me, they're gonna say, Look, I don't agree with what you're saying, you don't agree with what I'm saying, and it's cool, we've both learned each other's different opinions, and now let's move on. And that is where I then fill my life with really great people. Rather than superficial stuff that isn't really real, you could come in here and we could have a great time, and you could walk out and be like, "Oh, it's so nice to see Jacqueline, and I know she really likes me, and it's really cool." And I could shut the door and go, "I can't stand that girl." Mm. How can you control my
0: thoughts? I can't, but I'd be much happier no knowing that that is what you were thinking about me rather than. I and I can't that's stand the question: that Why? I don't know. You do because I just want people to like Why? me. Why? I don't know. But you do. Why? So that I have people around me and that they don't leave me. So away. that's exactly yeah. <laughs> that. I'm never going to leave
2: you. I'm so we you So that's exactly what these things come down to, which is about <sighs> abandonment. It's like, if I don't do something that
1: makes them happy,
2: they're going to leave.
1: You know they normally they don't they won't leave. This is the other thing. Like, see, I was really scared when I started doing the stuff with Jack. Like, I was so scared that if I started saying shit, like if I started saying no, I'm not coming for dinner, or no, whatever, like I, I don't want to do this, that they'd be like, "Well, you fucking bitch, I'm never going to have for you for dinner again." But uh, we said this last week. Nobody thinks about me as much as I think about me. It's a very yeah. unusual reaction for them to do this, and I really thought everybody would drop off out of my life, and I really thought I wouldn't see anyone again arguably i have more friends now yeah. because i can be you always say to me that i have too many friends but it's like i can be <laughs> a better friend because i know my own boundaries better now i like to keep as few friends as possible because it's too
0: much
2: <laughs> but you can't please people that's the thing you've got to really delve into which is why coaching yeah. is a massive thing because when you understand the why of like why am i so bothered about this why do i care so much about other, like other people liking me It's like basically you've built your foundation on sand like that. I can't do anything in my life based on what other people think about me. Because some people are going to love what I'm saying today. Some people are going to hate what I'm saying today. And none of it's got anything to do with me.
0: Does that make sense to you? Totally. It's like such a revolutionary thought. but... But it's
2: really important because you can't make her like you. No, and I do anyway, you run like... around and be exhaustive and do a million different things if that's even a word <laughs> to make her happy she can still choose not to mm-hmm. that's her choice so you need to like you because fundamentally that's the next stage if I like myself enough these boundaries
0: are in place I do wonder as well, like if you if you are such a people pleaser, which I know that a lot of people listening to this will be, because I've had loads of DMs about last episode, being like I'm the same, like I just have no boundaries and I can't say no. And I do wonder if that leads you to sort of, it, it, or not leads you to, but it it sets you up for having sort of less of a sense of self.
2: Well, you don't have a sense. of self So you're saying about you're liking
0: yourself? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and you said before, like you do you, and then everyone can sort of fall in line but then I get I, I, a huge part of my life is I'm doing what everyone else because, wants to do so I don't really know what like what is me doing me is it
2: comes down to you loving you and you Alex of all people have done it in a way around your body and your food and all of this stuff which is amazing mm. and you're helping millions of people right by saying I have done my journey and learning to love myself so I don't care what you think about my body so if you've done it there you can do it here Mm. because there's no difference so if i loved myself enough today i'm going to behave in a way that is protecting of myself these are the hours that i work these are the things i'm okay with right i just got rid of a relationship with someone who was basically trying to control when i could and couldn't speak to my clients i was like that's not going to work for me. No. Right, this is my boundary. This is my work. I love my clients and if they text me at a certain time or they or I need to respond to an email, that's what I'm going to do and I'm I'm sorry that that doesn't work for you, but this is how
1: I live my life. Mm. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's self-protection, right? Yeah. And you do it on a mass... We do it. I don't think you should underestimate how much you do it online. You know, like, the thing is, if yeah. you want... For me, for you, for anyone, if you want to find bad things... I remember saying to Jack once when I was being trolled, well, when I found out about forums or whatever, or comment sections, whatever, and I remember saying to Jack, if I sit on them, it's like self-harm. And she was like, don't be so stupid. Like, it's not <laughs> self-harm. Why are you giving them the power to hurt you with? Yeah. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, why do I want to go out of my way to go and look for the bad things and it's like yeah. I was so obsessed with knowing what everybody thought of me mm. because I needed the validation in whatever capacity I could find it that I'd like go in a million different directions looking for people to have things wrong with me because I was like permanently wanting to approve myself I think that's how I kind of told myself yeah, I was like, like, well if I know what they don't like then I yeah, can make that better market research yeah, literally. <laughs> and then it's like why am I doing this to myself like yeah. it's not You can, It all, all it came down to I realised at well, work because of talking to Jack was it? I was just ruining my own day I, I know that if like I wanted to I could find negative comments about my hen weekend you know because we shared quite a lot of it online there'll mm. probably be comments I've had a couple being like oh your, your dress is too tight on your boobs I'm like Tell me about it. Like, but, you know, they could be, this was tacky. this was, this was, she, she looked like a mess and she was doing this or what, you know, people yeah. could say all these bad things and I could go looking for that and let them ruin my day. But then why do I want to? Because I had the best weekend of my life. Yeah. And it's like, I always feel like it's like that now. I'm just like, why do I want to give these people my power? And I know it's easier not to give it to anonymous people on the internet, but yeah. I also do it with other people. I'm just like, why do you want to shit on me? And why am I going to stand underneath you and let you do it? like I just I know, I know. Just, I'm like if you want to take this treat, you can take it but it's nothing yeah. to do I'm going away from it yeah. like I don't know I like that analogy <laughs> yeah.
2: well I'm, I'm, I'm putting up an umbrella maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing to do is
2: you know you guys are friends is to practice with each other of saying no right like make it a practice
0: I love you when you it say
1: it no out. to me I'm um, going to say this to you I love when you say <laughs> no I'm like, you're not going to, this is my favourite thing about texting Jacqueline, is I know that when I send a message or if I don't reply or whatever, the, the things that I would normally worry about with other people, like, oh God, they're going to be annoyed if I don't reply or they're going to be blah, whatever. I'm like, I, I kind of know where I stand with Jacqueline 100% confidently and I know I still have some work to do there because you also taught me that it doesn't matter what other people reply, I still have to do my thing. But that's by the by. When I, when I, when you say to me like, oh, I can't do this or whatever, I'm like, okay. And I love when you do it. I'm like yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like good battery. Um Because then you, but then you always follow up, go, but I'll make it work. And I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> it's like, not gonna work. Let it go. It's just a practice, right?
2: It's just a practice. It's and it's also, and again, you might not like this, Alex, and some of your listeners might not like it too. But mm. there has to be a time where we step away from that mentality of you know I need to please people, and if I don't, I get anxious because. That's, like, why would you do that to you? And Mm. that keeps you staying small. And we're here for bigger things, right? Mm. So I'm going to use those words, which are controversial, but it's a victim mentality of, like, oh, I can't say no. And then I feel bad about it. And, like, elevate yourself. Push yourself through it. Try it gently. Small steps. Like, try it with your best friend. Like, hey... Joanna, I'm gonna this week. I'm gonna put some boundaries down and practice, and you know, like, and try how that works. Try it with, you know, try me,
0: yeah, um, and, yeah, yeah.
2: And and just be like, um, I know you want me, and and how you deliver a boundary is really important as well, right? Like, it doesn't have to be a scary, awful thing. And if it's with your family, for example, it's it's. I love you. I would love to come this weekend, and I love that you've asked me to come. And there is nothing more I want to do. And I, this weekend I just can't make it yeah not a but an not a not. so I'm yeah. a big one on I'm a big one of change the butts to the ands mm. right mm. ands and and again we talk about self love if I love myself enough that's what I'm going to be doing yeah you know if I love myself enough I'm going to deliver a boundary in a really gentle loving way knowing however they take that is not to do with me
0: mm.
2: I can't control that right and if someone doesn't like it and kicks up a fuss and storms out of my life that's a gift as well okay yeah. then you're not meant to be in my life and so to live authentically you have to you have to start from a space of loving yourself enough to want to do this work like yeah. you did with your body image you loved yourself mm. enough it is amazing that you can say to people I don't give a fuck what you think about my ass mm. I fucking love it So again, like, you've done it there, so you can do that here. Mm. Because there's no difference. What other people think about me is none of my business. What other people think about me, I cannot control, right? And everyone goes through life with a different map of the world, a different lenses, different glasses. But when we stop making it so personal, and we start taking care of ourselves, things start to change and move.
1: think another thing is that I wasn't very good at letting people I wasn't very good at letting people be wrong about me so when you said it's the and not the but like I'd always say like I love you and I can't come and then I'd think well the person's going to think I don't love them and, and now I'm like, okay, well, if you want to think that, I have to let you. Because I can't, yeah. like, yeah, I can't yeah. come around your house and, like, mould your thoughts. Yeah. I just have that's to that's let that. you be wrong. I know I yeah. love you. And if you can't believe that, then I'm really sorry. But that's, like, yeah that's on you right now. Pretty
2: much my whole life, people have got it wrong about me. Pretty mm. much my whole life, right? And I have had to learn from those experiences that I can't control what they think and yeah. what's important more important is what I think about me mm. Mm. right? can I go into my work and work with my clients and give it my best and work my hardest and deliver everything I want to deliver in that session and put my head on the pillow at night and know I've done my best, yes but I can't control what the client thinks about me I've just got to do my best for me mm. and then everything falls into place and I really do believe because I'm so spiritual on this well on everything, that fundamentally when I'm working from being authentic, mm. life is a lot more peaceful and things just fall into place better. Yeah. Because at the moment you're like running around trying to make everything okay for everyone and fix this and do that and be this yeah. person's thing and help that person over them. It's not, it's, you are going to fall flat on your face because that's what happens and that will be a journey as well, right? But it sounds like you're starting to look at that and say this isn't working for me anymore.
0: Mm. Can we flip it and look at the other side? Because me, for example, like, I don't think I'm very innocent in these sort of boundaryless relationships either. Like, I, I remember when you told me about, um, talking to Anne, when when you told me about um, how you and Alex like, love your alone time.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and my Alex, my, like, fiancé Alex.
0: Yeah, you, like, do your own thing, and you're like, that's great. Like, we love it. And I was like, that just, like, blew my mind because I... Like I would love to just go and watch watch some shit on the TV by myself, but I feel like if I'm not, I feel like if I was to say that today, I'm like that feels too much. I don't know. I feel like I can't do that. Do you that.
2: think he's gonna leave you
0: because you're like I want to watch Sex and City for an hour? Yeah.
2: Which is so interesting but, because you're
0: doing his thinking and it's not, not really fair. No, I mean, he, and he would, actually, when you said that to me, it kind of made me think he'd probably love it as well. Yeah loves being on his own but this is where I'm not very innocent either is that when he for example when Dave says to me like you know we've got a night together and he says oh I'm going to go and have a bath I'm like I actually feel hurt by that and I know that's really sad to admit you have to
2: learn how to be okay just doing you
0: Mm.
2: right like otherwise this can get quite dangerous you're stuck involved with things and people Mm. and jobs and all these things where everything's just going to be like ah I can't I can't like it's going to get too much so, like, do you ever take time for yourself?
0: I mean, I feel like I'm good now, like, as if, as in, if I'm working, I feel okay being like, well, Dave, I've got like two hours of work to do. Like, I can do that. that can you a have a
2: Thank you. But,
1: um, <laughs> okay. you tell her what the question was. But, like, because I know the answer. No. it was um, the last time you did anything on your own? Well, apart from when Dave got food poisoning and you had to go out to New York on your own.
0: Yeah, I did do that. That was very exciting, actually. You loved
1: it, though, didn't I did you? I did,
0: I did. Really, yeah, I was terrified, but I loved it. Yeah, I guess not that. Uh, yeah.
1: I also want to say,
2: it's actually, you know, again, this is just my opinion, my personal opinion. But, like, let's say um, we don't want to say something or we don't want to upset someone or we don't want to do something someone wants us to do, and so we just do nothing. Mm. That's actually worse than responding with a boundary. Because then that person's like, well, wait, what? I'm confused. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Why am I, like, what? It's much better to say, thanks for your email, you know, and no, or and, you know, i put your details on file, and whatever it might be, yeah.
1: than ignore. And I think this generation is particularly bad at that. I have to come back to you because I ignore things that I don't want to deal with. I have two hundred and fifty unread WhatsApp messages. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I killer. Mean, that is a lot of
2: messages, and it's important
1: to you know speak There's up. Seven thousand seven hundred emails. I've just looked at my computer. Yeah, so you need some staff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, my yeah, but you know,
2: like speaking up about these things are really important, right? And and mm. saying actually thank you for this and no, or thank mm. you for this and I can't, or thank you for. Th- it's just, it's important, actually, yeah. because otherwise when people are left and lurched with these things, they haven't got a clue. Mm. Is it yes? Is it no? Is it this? Is it that? It's difficult, right? So all of these, so you've got 7,700 people to practice on at the boundary, yeah. and Alex should do it for you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Not to take over
0: the I feel like i would be great with someone else though yeah. i just be yeah. like no sorry i can't do it but i'll tell
1: you something that i do all the time just thinking about that um what you're saying about doing someone else's thinking for them all the time like i very often i'll get my own insecurity, project it onto somebody else and then it like swings around and just whacks me straight in the face yeah and like so i'll be like i'll hear like my alex or like i'll hear him sigh and i'm like oh, well he fucking hates me and i'll turn around <laughs> and i'm like what have i done now and he's like Nothing, I've just taken a breath. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. I But in right? my head, because yeah. maybe I'm feeling a bit insecure because I know I've yeah. not done the laundry or I know I've not been a great girlfriend. And I know, or, you yeah. know. I've got a 100%, it? And I do oh, it. And then, on, then I, have to, yeah. I have to turn around and then later I'm like, I'm really sorry, I, knew, I know you weren't really sorry at me. But it's like you do it instinctively and you're like, oh God. And then, yeah. But I do it all the time. But yeah. I think that goes back to people pleasing as well because you'll do it with like, oh, they'll be annoyed at me if I say no and so you instinctively go on the defense you're like oh if I say no they'll be annoyed so what uh, you'll go about like a million degrees of chaos you're like um okay right so I can't do this but I've, I've, I've come up with a million <laughs> and like, it's really not my fault that I can't do this thing because I've got this and then you give a million excuses and the other person is like I don't need your excuses I don't care but like you give them one gives them like I'll do it or I used yeah. to do it and now I'm just like and and it almost annoys me now except I'm make my inner Jacqueline and not letting anything annoy me but when people give me their excuses I'm just like I don't really need these like you could have just said no yeah. I'm not coming but I know why people do it because they get defensive and then they think oh shit yeah. I have to I have to give you my excuse because I have to keep you happy and if I've got a good enough excuse then you won't be annoyed with me anymore yeah and it's, it's valid yeah. yeah I think that's a big part of people pleasing yeah but you it?
2: can't control what people think I mean yeah. I can say that to you <laughs> to say you genuinely can't. I can't control what you guys think of me we love you.
1: Well yeah, I love and you. I you. It's and that's lovely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you choose no, not. to not like me, it's okay too. And yeah. that's where you've got your power. Because if I go off, oh my god, well that's great that they love me and then it's okay and da da What happens when you don't love me anymore? Then who am I? Where am I? Oh my god, right? I'm not gonna hand that power to anybody.
0: So do you, do you honestly not like if we were to Okay, so so we leave here and you I don't know if we're outside and you overhear us bitching about her. Yeah,
2: she's such a bitch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually don't the dog like her. Is no. no, don't yeah. bring she the dog into this it. <laughs> jacket. I, I take
1: it back, she's shit, like whatever, like really horrible stuff. Yeah. Do you genuinely not care? Yeah, because it's not about me. I genuinely don't care now, and I never thought I'd get to that phase. Like, I, I genuinely. When people are mean about me now, I just think, are you alright? Well, like, that's are you alright right. yeah. yeah. I'm like, so this yeah. Is happy people this was literally the happy people don't talk shit about other people like when people bitch to me now I'm just like oh come on like really like because it's all it is is a projection they're just projecting their own insecurities I'm like I'll just go to therapy this is ridiculous (laughs) don't just sit and be mean it's just annoying and some people are mean about me I'm like this is all this is telling me is that you don't like this about yourself because people tell me all the time I'm too much and I'm just like right. well you clearly don't think you're enough and that's sad for you but I can't help
0: it is projection a lot of the time isn't it what do you it? it's think like,
1: about I mean, Alex
2: that like it's possible to be able to be a person who can listen to people bitching outside the house and be totally like whatever
0: see I feel like I'm much better now with like internet people doing it like because they don't know me you know they they're just they just see what I show online and that is like hardly any of my well,
1: <laughs> I mean, we do it a huge <laughs> level <activity>. like publicity <laughs> <Yeah>. online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: No, no, but they, they don't really well. know me. You know, they've never met <laughs> right. me, and it's and so like whatever. Words, it's just right. it's just what I am like curating to put out online. So it's okay. not really you know. But but then, for example, like if I was to get to the toilet now and hear you two like bitching about me, it would literally kill me. Why? Because. You know, like you've met me in person, so that, no, that must be you. real then. No, we'd be
1: wrong about you. Because so,
0: online, I can think, well, those people, it's not real what they're saying so because you they don't think know me. But
2: other people, what Em and I are saying is more real than what you think.
1: Because you know us better, you know you better than we know you.
0: Well, yeah, so, so I guess it would like depending on what you're saying. Like, oh, she's just, like she likes to talk about herself, doesn't she? I mean, like that. her like podcast
1: podcasting?
0: I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? But like, if, if you if you say, oh, she goes, she bangs on about herself, doesn't she? Like, I am sitting here the whole time thinking, like and we're they're the thinking idiots. I'm talking too much about we're myself. We're the idiots
1: for listening. Why are we here? If yeah. if we don't like the situation that we're in enough that we're gonna bitch about it after you go, that's our fault for sitting into a situation we didn't like. why also, are we here? back
2: to your self-esteem again. Right? If you're cool with what you talk and how you talk and how much you talk, then what Em mm. and I say it shouldn't matter. Yeah. So it comes mm. down to self-esteem. Right? Yeah. If you are cool with you, like you are with your body, if you're that cool with who you are as a person, mm. then what other people think or say about you, like, whatever. Good for you that you think that.
0: Yeah.
2: It's cool because you don't know me, so it's cool.
0: You do you. Because if it was, like, you saying that, I'd be like okay and say the same things and then like and even if you did like it does like
1: whatever.
0: wait saying what it, like saying like oh i talk about my i've talked about myself too much if
1: i said that to you yeah you know, i think you'd believe me wouldn't you you'd be like oh I, did i i think you were, your first response would be like, oh, did i say too much oh yeah but you didn't but that's my my yeah. I would be i i always think with this stuff i'm just like why, why is Why is your opinion more important than my opinion? That's exactly the right way to think. It's like, um, yeah. just because somebody has an opinion about you, it doesn't mean that they're right. And I always used to think that. Like, when people would say to me, like... Because people... I think I had a really weird, like, beginning with it. Like, because, obviously, you know, people would be dipped at school and stuff. But I started being trolled by, like, Daily Mail commenters when I was 17. And I took... Li- I, I can't... And I know it's different to real-life stuff. But I took what they said as... Gospel, yeah, and I got, and I think that was a really pivotal moment for me in like learning how, like, feedback was so important to me, and because they said Mm. these things, and they said that I had a face that only a mother could love, and I remember these comments very specifically. They told me, and I was a kid, I was like sixteen, and they said I was a gobby cow, and they said that I looked like I needed a slap, and like I I remember one person saying, and this was over ten years ago, and I still remember the comments so clearly, and I remember thinking, this is fact these people can yeah. see in me something yeah. that I can't see because I have no self-esteem. So when they're telling me this, I was like, fuck, like shit, this is the truth. And I gave them so much power and I think that set a precedent for literally my whole life because so much of, if anybody said anything about me, like and another thing that comes up with me all the time is people say, in real life, people will say so over so oversensitive. And now, and I would take that yeah. and I'd be like, oh my God, and that would be like the biggest, like the most heartbreaking thing for me to hear. Yeah. And now when people say it, I'm just like, Okay, so you can't deal with my sensitivity. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. If yeah. if, if you don't like it, why are you here?
0: Yeah.
1: It, because that's just annoying for everybody. Like, if you want to sit and, and whatever, and you want to... And, and I can't believe now, looking back, that I gave all this power to people who literally, like, commented on the Daily Mail. Like, how sad. But in real life, when people say things that are mean about me or that, you know, whatever, I'm just like, okay okay that's this is mm-hmm. that's your opinion of me it isn't who I am and if it's who I am to you then you have a decision to make you either keep me around and you keep me being an oversensitive whatever or you remove me mm-hmm. but you really can't I'm, I'm not going to be involved in what you think about me because I've got my own thoughts to think about I can't think about yours as well so, I, I just, it's, you always make the comment on Instagram, it's like, I'm, my body's not trip advisor, please keep your opinions to yourself. And I kind of feel like that with the mind as yeah. well. I'm like, you don't need to review me. I don't need review, I don't need yeah. you to tell me how I've done at the end of a conversation. And, if, and it's the same with bitching. It's like when people are bitching about you or saying things about you, or telling you, oh, you're a bit oversensitive, or you're a bit emotional, or you talked a bit. But again, that's got nothing to do exactly. with it. Exactly. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Go and write this in your diary. You don't need to tell me. <laughs>
2: And it's like, to, so imagine that right so she's doing whatever she's doing and someone comments oh you're so oversensitive think about that like in your mind what has that actually got to do with them that some random is writing mm. you're oversensitive what's that got to do with her fuck all
1: can literally. you see that literally, literally. I like, actually to nothing. me this is mind-boggling right because it's like yeah.
2: what has that this person has got it doesn't mean anything to do with them at all it's someone sitting there typing something hiding behind a keypad going i'm gonna spew this at you today well all right then good for you but But what's it got to do with her even in real life when people do it so it's the same thing
1: can you explain can you break it down for us about i feel like you're getting it (laughs) wait a a second do you
0: understand that yeah
2: i
1: feel like the cogs are turning a bit now yeah it's like that's got nothing
0: to do with nothing. But then, okay, sorry, i oh, always playing devil's advocate, but, like...
1: Devil doesn't need an advocate, he's the devil, but also carry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, like, I'm just thinking it through, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess if someone was to say it to Em, like, oh, you're oversensitive, like, they have a choice, they can just unfollow her, right? And they can get themselves away from her content, or not, whatever, but, like, you, you don't really need their relationship, but if it's someone in your life that you do. It's a relationship that you value.
2: You don't need them, though.
0: Okay, no. Whoever's meant
2: to be in your life, right, is mm. meant to be in your life. And step one is you've got to respect you first and stop asking other people to do that for you. So mm. we have to stop asking other people to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves, right? We have to learn to like ourselves. We have to learn to value ourselves. We have to learn to respect ourselves, we have to learn that our voice is important and that we have needs and we have wants and we have all these different things. And all these mm. things are okay. And once we understand that, we then portray that to the people around us. And the people around us that we portray that to, who really love us, are totally on board with that. Mm. And the people that probably need more therapy are the people that can't understand that at all. Yeah. And usually that does happen in families right because there's all this undercurrent of stuff going on except that what i know to be true is i really like clarity right i really don't like to be confused i think i think that being around healthy people i'm not in confusion around things unhealthy people make me confused about things right Mm -hmm. i feel confused when i'm around someone who's unhealthy and i shouldn't feel confused i should feel very clear right so when i put down a boundary and there's a confusing reaction to that Right, That's nothing to do with me. Mm. When I put down a boundary and someone says I accept that boundary, I don't love it, but I accept it. That's great. That should stay in my life. And when I put down a boundary and someone will not accept it at all, then they're, they're not meant to be in my life. Mm. So it's actually very clear. Can I ask, what were you like before doing this? I was, you know, I've written a book, right? So I was yeah. a drug addict for 10 years. I was into alcohol. I was into anorexia and bulimia I had no friends right I remember being really badly bullied at school you know I got black eyes and you know thrown downstairs and walking past the cloakroom where all the girls used to hang out and I put it in the book I remember walking past and I was young like 10 or 11 and they all screamed out we hate Jacqueline Hurst it was like heartbreaking plus my parents weren't really around so I would go home to a home where there was really nobody there black and blue And I wanted to make sure that, you know, my parents were, you know, knew I was okay. So they would say, how are you? And I'd say, I'm fine. And I would be black Mm -hmm. and blue, but I didn't Mm want to upset them. I wanted to people please and make sure that everything was okay. And I put, I wore the I'm fine mask Mm -hmm. and I was terrified of what people thought about me all the time. Like I couldn't get it right. And most people hated me and it was such a gift. It was such a gift Mm -hmm. because it taught me who I was. And by people behaving like that, mm. it taught me to stand on my own two feet and love myself first. And so I had to learn from worrying about what everyone was thinking about me all the time and, and, oh my God, what does he think? What does she think? I need to people please this one and I need to do right for that one. I mustn't speak up there. I ended up, you know, trying to commit suicide multiple times and breakdowns multiple times and... And living in this like awful squat you know like my life was so different and then i had a moment where i was like life is not meant to be this i'm i have to do better i have to get better i have to understand and when i went through like recovery i used to go to loads of meetings any meetings Amy meetings. like you know and it was it was a big part of saving my life they taught me in there how to rip apart my ego and find mm-hmm. this thing called humility and I had this sponsor. who was like eighty. He was like eighty years old, and he was tough, tough, tough. And I remember one day going, "Oh, you know, I can't go to that meeting because my je- the jeans I want to wear are not out the dryer." And he was like, "No one gives a fuck about you." And I was like, "I'm sorry." What? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He was like, "No one gives a fuck about you. Put on a fucking pair of tracksuit bottoms. You better be there at seven o'clock, or I'm not going to be your sponsor anymore." And I like raced in there. And I, as I was, like, racing, I remember thinking, do you know what? Actually, no one is really going to care what I look like, what I'm wearing. Did it like, pe-? And my ego started to change. Mm. And, and that was really important for me, to learn that I wasn't the centre of everybody else's universe, having to please everybody all the time. And by me not pleasing people, I got myself into such terrible situations that I was like, fucking enough. I'm going to be me fully me and I'm not perfect I'm absolutely imperfect but I'm gonna I'm gonna do me to the best of my ability and everyone else is either gonna fucking fit into that and work around that or they're gonna leave me and what I noticed was the more authentic I was I built stronger friendships I built stronger relationships and that's when real real relationships came into my life so I had to do everything that I didn't realize I had to do to become who I was today am today so, yeah, I fully, this is what I'm saying. I'm not sitting here speaking from having studied a, a degree in sociology. I, I've i done real life.
0: yeah.
2: And real life was painful for me. Painful of trying to pe- keep people happy all the time. And I never did it. I never kept anyone happy. If anything, I did the opposite.
0: Yeah, yeah. I never kept anyone happy. Spread so thin. I could thin. never get it right. Mm.
2: I could never get it right. So I had to learn to do me. Mm. And that was where
1: it started. <laughs> I think there has to be like an element of like like you have to be realistic with all this stuff like you know you can start saying no to things and you can put your boundaries in place but it's like there still will be people that push you and and you know whatever and it's just it's like it's learning that you have the power to choose how how you react to them and one of the best things Jack ever taught me was that I can send a message like I can write something and how somebody reacts to that like, I need to go into the message not thinking about how they're going to reply to it. Because you go into it, you think, okay, well, they, they might say this, and they might say this, and they might say, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, but that's mm. nothing to do with what I want to say. So I'm going to say what I want to say. And it doesn't matter if this person comes back and goes, oh my God, I love you, you're the best thing I've ever seen. This is the best message I've ever received. Or if they come back and they go, you're an absolute fucking and I despise you and everything you've written here. It doesn't matter. I'm still gonna send what I want to send. Yeah. And it was like that. I literally did that as like a workshop. That was. Fun. I was like sending messages, and I was like, doesn't matter what you reply. I think yeah. that was your homework, wasn't it? Was it was like, literally. Yeah. Just
2: like, like
0: that, yeah. You do, that. You didn't. Do, like it doesn't that. matter how people reply to them. It's like painful. Like the detail. I'm like. I will add an exclamation mark so they know I'm. This is I'm saying this in a nice
1: way. Or but like, you
2: sing that, but you don't know. You literally, don't know. Remember the
1: Instagram stories that you did about everybody's different interpretations of an emoji. I know, I know. Some people think a smiley face is a good thing. Some people think oh my it's sinister. God. It's totally so right. You can't. You can't predict how you're going to be perceived. If yeah. you put an exclamation mark to me, I'd be like stressful. Alex, stressful. But you. But someone yeah. else, they might be like, oh, she's so happy. Exactly. You just don't yeah. know. See,
2: when you think of life like that, you might as well just do you. Yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah. it is exhausting yeah, doing all that other you stuff. Know,
0: but do you know what I mean when I'm saying, like, I don't know then, like, what me is that's why, necessarily. That's right. That's okay.
2: And that's okay. And what a beautiful place to start, right? Yeah, that's like, and that's fun. Then you get to know yeah. you. Yeah, and also... Bait you. Yeah. Baby, baby, baby steps, right? Yeah. Like, okay, so what can I do every day, one thing a day, that can help me with my boundaries? Where might I want to say no today? Where might I send an email that is a little bit stronger than normal because my boundaries in there, right? Mm. Where might I do this? Where might I do that? And one thing a day, like anyone can do one thing a day, right? And then you practice. Yeah. And two weeks later, you're like, yeah. And the beautiful thing about boundaries, I have worked with like loads of people, right? And every time I've done this work with people, like really delve deep into this work with people, every single time I'm like, right, do this for homework, do that for homework. They come back and within two weeks, they're like, I can't believe I never fucking did this before. Really? I can't believe I didn't. Really? Yeah, and it's a switch, right? Yeah, literally. Emma's smiling. She's I like, remember, yeah, I yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah, because it's such a nice... And, and you go with one... You, you start doing this with one thing, and you realise how many areas that it seeps into.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just... I don't think, like, I, I, I can't have a... Ma- I, like, I, people who know me now... You didn't really know me that well before I did the mm. coaching. I was, like... No offense, you. <laughs> like, I, was <laughs> so, um, I was just so scared of of, yeah. of of upsetting people, of letting people down, yeah, of disappointing people huge, hugely. Huge, and it yeah. made me so anxious all the time. Huge. And it didn't make me a better friend. It didn't make me a better daughter or sister or partner or employee or client or anything. It didn't make me a better anything. It just made me. It yeah. just made me exhausted mm. because you're so. You literally and, it, and I, I said this to you the other day it's like you, you can chase your tail and life basically is chasing your tail but the relief comes when you know that you can't catch it and it's just like and then you might as well enjoy it like, if, yeah. and if you're just stressing yourself out so much trying to do this thing it's like you don't have to do this you can choose calmness and that was like the biggest thing for me and that seeped into everywhere when I send a message I'm like okay well this probably isn't the end of the world, this probably isn't and if it is, oop Like we'll we'll deal with that (laughs) when we get to it, but it probably is not And I'm going to send this message. I'm going to say no. What's that lovely
2: quote as well? I'm probably going to get it wrong, but there's a lovely quote, and it's like the only people that are affected by you having boundaries are the people who benefited from you having none, and that is like everything. So the people that get annoyed at you having a boundary, because people will, there will be some people in your life that will be annoyed at that. The people they annoyed at. are annoyed because they benefited. They benefited from you not having any.
1: And now there it's are so powerful. powerful. I look at your life and there are people that benefit from you not having boundaries. Because, because you are one of the most generous people with literally everything that you own. And I think, a thing for me, that I may be seeing you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you worry that you can't, li- that people, well, not that people won't like you as much but it's like you worry that you're going to become a selfish person i think it wasn't it wasn't even other people's perception that worried me it was like what if i become somebody that isn't nice
0: yeah and that's such a
1: big fear but it's like i'm not gonna i'm not like sending the good away i'm not what i'm doing is 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 being a much better asset for myself and actually for everybody else But it doesn't make you a bad person to say no. It doesn't make you, you know, like, you can be as generous, and I put that in quotation marks, like, with your time or with your money or with whatever you want. But at the end of the day, if you can't be present in your mind or you can't be a complete person, then, well, actually... That's, that hurts you and anybody that looks at you being hurt because I can see that you're stressed and anybody around you can see that you're stressed because you've got loads on and if people can look at you being stressed and still want to take from you then fuck them like fuck yeah. them yeah. and I always think that would work like you know in, in, in the context of people's work stuff and if you can see somebody's massively overstretched or not, not even any, any area and you can see somebody struggling and they still want to take advantage of you yeah. then they're not the right person or they need to change the way they behave around you Yeah, and that's okay but remember they don't take advantage you let them
0: Yes. Oop. Well that's the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it's scared.
1: true. It's that it is so true. Given an it. And, and make I'm like, you
0: know, and I, I I have like kind of practiced like some boundaries by saying no initially, but then but when someone comes back with a counter argument like, but um, you know, we'll we'll take it off your hands by doing this and and which obviously never fucking happens. I end up having to do the work anyway. <laughs> you know, but well, I would say without
2: I, this is gonna sound really rude, but I would say more for you.
0: No, it is. It, it, right, it like is it's my fault. Then I just feel like I can't say no because they're putting this case forward, and but it's you know, to do with that. and then I'm and.
1: But it's going to have to do with that. Yeah. Can mm. you physically say the word no? as practice. No. No, go I, go. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of nice really ways to say no, right?
2: Yeah. There's so many great ways to say no, and you know, no one ever makes you do things. No one ever pushes you to do things. No one ever does any of that. It's always on you. It's always it, it, on you.
0: That, it, that is so true. It's sorry, so that's true. Harsh, but... It's it's so true because also then I get like really like, like feeling sorry for myself and like yeah. annoyed that I got fooled into something or yeah, but that's just a you self know. Pity party, but actually, right? it, it really is. Yeah, yep, and I used years. to be great at self pity
2: parties back oh, in the really day. Good at that. I was really like, yeah, I was yeah. like really good. I mean, and today if I really want a self pity party, I find it really funny i'm like jack are we really doing this today yeah. yes sometimes yeah. i throw one yeah. and then i'm like
1: oh yeah. <laughs> and then i give myself an hour i'm like okay exactly
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. but the self pity party comes in that again from that whole victim mentality of like poor me i don't, you know i can't believe they're making me do that like no it's not happening you're doing it by not saying no yeah right and it's like we must take responsibility for ourselves mm. and we're not always going to get it right you know sometimes you're going to get it wrong and say yes and you meant no and that's okay because you're learning i think we always have to give ourselves like that kindness as well right like yeah. you know boundaries are important and learning how to put them down is important and we're not always going to get it right
1: that was one of the first things you ever said to me you were like and you, i always thought you were quite mean but you said oh, this <laughs> is a, ni- <laughs> a nice thing that you said you said uh, you do what you do with the tools that you had yeah but now, like, it, yeah. now, now's a chance just to pick up better tools, basically. I'm not yeah. quite,
2: listen, I'm still learning, right? I mean, I, you know, I yeah. am not far from... I haven't got it. I haven't, like, yeah, I've got this whole thing down. Like, I'm consistently learning and growing and making, you know, huge mistakes in order to learn and grow.
0: Yeah.
2: And all of that's okay, right? It's about being kind and gentle and saying... Okay, well I learnt this, that wasn't a great thing to do Now I now I know what not to do I now know what to do, right? Yeah. And it's okay So it's, I guess, what, the reason I'm saying this Alex Is because at which point does one become ready to say This needs to change And I need to make this change today yeah. Like at which point are we willing to stop Doing the same thing over and over again Yeah. And again, when we're ready to make the change It's baby steps
0: and it, it and it's, Sorry, my, my mind's going all over the place. But it's so true what you're saying. Is like, for me, like I feel like I'm doing all of this stuff for other people. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm, but actually, like I'm, I'm not doing anyone else really that much good, because this whole time I'm, I'm kind of thinking about myself and.
1: You, and it's the ego thing that Jack said. It's totally.
0: Like, yeah, and it is. It. It. There's so much thinking that goes up, like. It, what I'm trying to say is, even I'm sick of myself. Do you know what I mean? But that's what <laughs> I'm place sick of myself and my shit. I'm it's sick of a great it because place it's like, to be. like, why are you going over this fifty times in your head? It's a great
1: place it's to be. It's stupid. It's a it's great place to be. That is the beginning of the rebirth, in yeah. my opinion. That was literally the day that I just was like, I, yeah. I sat there and I just had, I literally had a moment and I was just like, I can't do this to myself anymore. Yeah. And it was, and i would always played the victim, always, 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 and it was always everybody else's fault. And oh, this is mm. so and and yes i i can still if i want find a way to frame it as being somebody else's fault but ultimately i was yeah. the one that sat there and let the same thing whack me over the head 50 million times in a row right, i'm yeah. like okay, i'm going to move yeah. now and oh, so that is... and that's where the work yeah. comes in right mm-hmm.
2: and and you know of looking at your part looking at what's triggering you looking at why you can't say no looking at looking at you you
0: mm.
2: right and this is and that's if you want to have a happy life yeah and nobody's perfect right everyone struggles with something yeah yeah but if you want to do the work and you want to make the changes it's one day at a time how do i make this change what do i do
1: but you can also do do a bad thing and not be a bad person like i think a lot of people pleasers really struggle with that like feeling like if they do if they fuck up one time and they're really bad people so so much of what they do it's like they don't want to fuck up or say anything or whatever and it's like we don't give ourselves a break at all and it's like you're actually not like good people do bad things and yeah. sometimes it's an accident sometimes it's on purpose we learn yeah. or we don't but you have to move on at some point mm. you just have to be like okay but I'm just going to choose to be nice to myself now and I'm just going to choose that mm. I'm just going to forgive myself for this bad thing that I did 50 years ago and you know like and I'm just going to keep trying to be a good person and if I get it wrong I get it wrong but then I'll just get up and try again mm. yeah and, and where, you, where do you put
2: your importance like you know is what this person thinks about me more important than what I think about me it's okay that they have a different thought process around me because everyone has different thoughts. But why should it be more important than what I think about me?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the thing to think about, right? Why should what M thinks about you be more important than what you think about you?
1: Why should it be? And there are some people that I put on a pedestal before this, before before Jack, that I would... And I would, like, deliberately... And it would be, like, friends and, or, like, people that I'd, like, met online or whatever. like, And I'd be like, oh, my God. So much more than me, and like I would always and I think this I think this is quite common in like friend groups, particularly for girls, but like it's the mean girl thing, right? And there's always like a Regina, like there's always like the one, and we'd hold what she said mm. in a much higher regard yeah. than anything we ever had to say. Yeah. And I would but it wasn't that what she said was more important. I was literally putting myself underneath her. I was like walking up to her, eye to eye, and then I'd just sit down, and then I'd let myself be spoken down too. And now I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like, why, why is what you say more important than what I say? Mm. It's really weird. Like, now I look back at so many of my relationships, I'm like, well, that was weird. I'm not going to do that yeah. anymore. But are we born
0: people pleasers? This is what I'm trying to like, figure out in my head. Are most people people pleasers? It really depends on so many
2: different factors. It's, you know, the nature nurture conversation it's yeah. your personality it's how you got brought up it's as i said before your map of the world so you know is it what have you learned from your mom what have you learned from your dad what have mm-hmm. you learned from your schooling what have you learned from your grandparents what have you learned from your culture what have you learned from your religion right and the list yeah. goes on yeah. and so there's so many different factors yeah. into into this and some people are not brought up like that they're like okay well you do you and I'll do me and some people are chronic people pleasers and Mm -hmm. some people are really you know nervous about their body all day long and some people are really nervous about what they consider to be success to be you know Mm. and and there's so much that goes on and what's important to remember is we're all different and if we know that something isn't working for us or we are doing things that are not healthy for us and we are sick of ourselves doing that thing I'm going to say reach out and get help Mm because it doesn't have to be you know deep deep seated you know opening pandora's box and what am i gonna find it doesn't have to be that it can just simply be you know some coaching or it can Mm. be some therapy or it can be a bit of this and just work on that one thing Mm. right but you owe
0: it to yourself to do that yeah right
2: because life's too short
0: and the difference in well-being at least to me looks very clear (laughs) between you know having boundaries and just sort of Living an like authentic life, as you say, and being a, a chronic people pleaser like the difference in well-being seems it's vastly different
2: well because you're not living in line to your soul yeah yeah you know, I don't want to get too deep on the spiritual side here, but mm. you know my, I need to make my soul happy, and my soul knows when I'm doing things certainly mm. did know when it was doing things when it I wasn't being true to myself mm. and when I listen to that. You know, I'm living in a peaceful way, but when I'm going, when I'm going, oh, I should have already said no. I don't really want to. And, oh God, my soul's not happy because it knows I'm not like taking care
1: of it. I mm. also don't think it makes you a great person to be around because if you go to a place that you don't want to be at,
0: yeah, you're miserable. And, and yeah,
1: but you also, will feel that. Yeah, right? just end up being wise. a bit shitty to your friends. Like I, yeah. I noticed with myself i'm like i resent you for something i've done like if i said like i said i said to you last time like if i Mm -hmm. say yes to coming to your house for dinner even though i don't want to go i get annoyed with you for inviting me for dinner which is a horrible thing to do (laughs) because it's so nice of you to invite me but because i'm annoyed with myself i get annoyed with you and that's just a toxic situation that's resentment right there resentment is really really
2: resentment is i haven't said no
1: yeah, it's not yeah, active anyone else. Totally. So actually, your yeah, friendships will probably in. benefit because then yeah, when you do sure. go and see the person that you has invited you over, you're going because you actually want to go, so yeah. you have a much better time.
2: And remember also, this is all about balance, right? Like if you're in relationships, it's about compromise. Sometimes you might have to say no, but, but yeah. sorry, you might have to say yes when you really want to say no. Like there is no like perfect picture of a boundaryed life. You know, yeah. let's get that clear. But fundamentally, you want to be living in a way where you are taking care of yourself pretty much Mm. all the time. Yeah. Right? Pretty much all the time. And a healthy relationship would let you do both, right?
0: Yeah. I have a friend, I went to school with her, and she's always been like very remarkable to me. She doesn't care what anyone thinks about her and never has. Doesn't care. She doesn't care what people think about what she wears, how she looks, how she behaves, how she acts. She doesn't like someone, she doesn't. She's just like, she wouldn't even pretend. Right. And I've always been like simultaneously in awe of her, but at the same time thinking I can never be like that. But actually, she lives a, just a very happy—I don't want to say simple life cause that, that well, she's happy because that—that sounds patronizing. But she's true to herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's as... a simple life. Yeah, a simple life. A simple, as in, well, yeah. But she's no mean... different
2: from you, right? She's got the same brain. You both got the yeah. brain, right? And yeah. so, how she thinks it's all about her head. How mm. she thinks is just different from how you think. So what we know is if she's thinking that way, you can too.
0: Yeah. Right? And I don't think any less
1: of her for it. Of course Next you, you don't. She she out, she's going to have a mohawk and like... I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want <laughs> to let you bitches think about me. I'll
2: like, hi Alex, do you remember so me? Hi, and she'll be like, I can't, I'm busy now. And yeah. Like, but that's how you oh, I, I don't like you. Like, she should... I don't
1: care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what
0: I'm
2: afraid the monster. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, guys, we have to yes, end session. we have to wrap
2: yeah.
0: up. You, you, that how good um, was that? So good. I feel like I wanted to end on like a general question and pretend this whole episode was about me, but it's <laughs> too little, too late. So I'll just say thank you very much. You know, <laughs> that was
2: brilliant. It's a pleasure. Um, and you know, just be kind to yourself, be nice to yourself, you. and start to practice. Is what I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. And I, I think this episode is going to be hugely beneficial for every well, for a lot of people listening because. That's there are great. a lot of people pleasers in this world that's great um, your book is still
1: out still so available to book buy
2: my is still out How to Do You How to do on you. Amazon it's on audio as well audio yep. book which was exhausting we do an audio book it's like it took don't like...
1: tell her that she's got to do hers
2: next week okay I won't say that but... <laughs> I can imagine is <laughs> it horrible I love it but you just don't realise when you're using your voice all the time I must have yeah. gone through like 27 hot lemon and honeys oh, and, then, yeah. and also my school I've got the life class so there's courses yes. you can do on that um, yeah. which will help you get your mind you know
0: Strong. And we'll put everything in the show notes. Yeah, you're so also on Instagram, links. and we love your Instagram post
1: It's Jacqueline underscore
2: Hurst. Yeah, it's Jacqueline underscore Hurst
0: underscore.
1: Yeah, stunning. I'm and I love your videos you. on Instagram. I find them very yeah, helpful. Thanks. They always come so at just the right time.
2: Thank you. I, yeah, it matters.
1: It does. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed mm-hmm. hours therapy. <laughs> I
0: stopped crying. <laughs> um,
1: I have an embarrassing story to welcome hey. us back with. Hi girls. Ooh. First off, I freaking love your podcast. Well I've laughed so hard. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard. The episode with Abba Davies was gold. Thank you. Oh. I have an embarrassing story to share that not even my husband knows. <gasps> I was on a third date in London about 10 years ago, and my date and I had left dinner and were walking around Marylebone. We were having such a nice conversation that we ended up walking a really long time and I started really, really, really having to pee. When I couldn't stand it anymore, I told him I had to pee and we tried to find somewhere open, but everywhere was closed. So we started to walk really fast back to my apartment. I'd never had to pee so bad in my life before, and before I knew what was happening, I'd full on peed in my pants. I obviously didn't tell him what was going on, but he noticed and said, wow, we're walking a lot slower now because obviously the urgency was gone. Fortunately, I was wearing a long coat and boots, so I don't think he noticed, but oh God, I still remember the feeling of walking in my own piss-filled boots. I never dated him again because I was so embarrassed. Oh, bless her. Piss-filled boots.
0: Piss-filled boots. Piss-filled boots. It just reminded me, someone told mere story she shut herself because she couldn't get back from the train station in time and she had boots on and she just it the like the pair had gone in her boots so she had to just stand in the shower with her boots and trousers on and just like just standing there for a right. long time i
1: know this person and i've got some questions to ask yeah. for the next podcast yeah How? i think she diarrhea yeah but what trousers are you wearing that it slips all the way down you can't do that in jeans do you know what I mean? And if you're wearing trousers like I'm wearing, yeah. listener, they're like the tailored, like they're like wide leg jeans. Surely, if everything's going to shoot out the bottom, what's to say it's going to land in yeah. your boot and not just like on the floor next to your boot? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Why is it going to... I didn't
0: st- quite understand, but she, 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 had to, she had to get in the shower with her boots on and her trousers and just stand just there for a really long time. the
1: logistics. Unless you're wearing like those trousers that look like um, like fire billows, you know, in the olden days when they had to like poof a flower, a fire. Yeah. The ones that got like harem pants, the ones that come in at the bottom like if you're wearing those then i get it why would you be wearing those first of all and second of all why would you be wearing those with boots also throwback this is the same girl that sold the leggings on depop that she (laughs) shot herself in in. (laughs) she shows herself all the time and she's one of my prettiest friends and i always think this to myself i always think i love this because when i was younger i used to compare like if i well actually i've really only very recently grown out of it but if i saw somebody beautiful like on the on the train or the tube or like or anyway, out in public, I'd be like, and I'd I'd instantly compare myself to their entire life, and I'd think, i yeah. oh my god i bet your flat's amazing, and I bet like your boyfriend loves you, and I bet you've got loads of friends, and and like I just wish I was you. Like I do that all the time. I'd like project this like perfect life onto someone that was pretty because that's what I thought the ideal was. You know, super yeah. healthy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> she'd be one of those people that I'd have looked at like so fit, and I'd have looked at her like on the on the on on the platform at Clapham Junction, and I'd have been like, I bet she's got her shit together. When in actual fact, she had shit in her boots. Literally, shit in her boots. <laughs> and it—it's it, made me redress my whole life because I'm like, if even the fittest people I know can walk home with shit in their boots, yeah. That's a
0: that's a psychological phenomenon that the halo effect. It's called when people that you people that are beautiful you think that they're kinder and cleverer than than people who are not beautiful. Isn't that yeah. crazy? And that's
1: but I yeah, I that makes so much sense. I'm pleased it's yeah. got a name. I've done that to everybody. And, and and she really she 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 whacked her own halo off by telling me she had shit in her shit in her shoes, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> is that funny? Absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. I, yeah that's really I think that's that's very keep us all grounded. I like that yeah 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 Good. 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 stay humble stay humble <laughs> keep pissing your shoes um <laughs> that's hilarious by the way have you Have i asked you this before what? have you ever wheezed yourself loads have you
0: loads and loads and loads yeah i i once pissed myself on a tennis court how
1: yeah um
0: big serve Help it was and... no. I was we were playing doubles and I was with my mate and she made me laugh and it was just zero control. We <gasps> were in white everywhere. I was wearing. Everywhere. Uh, I was wearing. Oh, this makes me sound like a cunt. I don't know. Should I just say it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was wearing like my t- like like a white tennis skirt. And the, there was just no hiding. No, I, just, hiding. I literally just pissed myself. Oh my god! And I was like, "What do I do? Like, what do I do?" And she no She obviously noticed. Everyone noticed. But we just acted like nothing had happened. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. We well, just kept. So playing. I just carried on. I just. I was sodden. Yeah. You just I carried sodden. on. Yeah, I just you pissed on yourself. Playing. Everybody saw, yeah. and you just carried on playing yeah, tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like, what? We were in a competition. Oh my god. Yeah. What? I know.
1: Are you good at tennis? i um, yeah, yeah are you actually good at tennis
0: yeah yeah. i I I feel like you have to be a certain
1: caliber of tennis to piss yourself and continue playing like i i think my absence on the court would be fine like <laughs> you've got to be pretty good to want to, to know you need to stay there even though you've got piss everywhere yeah it was like a championship i couldn't what just, i
0: couldn't just like i've been oh sorry i've pissed
1: myself you played championship tennis and you
0: there's well, so much it, to unpack here you know like not like wimbledon obviously not like wimbledon
1: championship. obviously not you're an influencer now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah clearly yeah. oh my yeah, god you've like going to tennis yeah
0: yeah this is a huge surprise to uh, me captain tennis captain
1: now, can someone explain to me how are you a tennis captain? Because there's only two it's a, of you. It's bad. It's bad. It's a.
0: It's a. No, no. Of my school, I was, like that was. I was like I was never good enough to be like a prefect or anything else, but I was tennis. I was like tennis captain.
1: Good at tennis. Wow. Yeah. God, yeah. I wouldn't have called it. You, you think that I'm
0: terrible at sports, don't you?
1: Kind of. Yeah. Guys, who do you think would win in a fight? a physical? Daisy, who do you think would win in a physical fight between me we'll and Alex? Really again, you asked Jacqueline in this interview. <laughs> We've been asking quite a lot of people. Give up at the hen Basically, the reason I had to do I a shot of tequila strong. on Saturday morning, I had to do a shot of tequila for breakfast because <laughs> we were playing catch with a lemon. And I'm quite good at catching. And I just, I don't know what it is about you. I just didn't think you'd be that good at catching. No offence. Well, she's good at tennis. Well, I didn't know that.
0: I am, like, weirdly very, very, very strong and, like, built very naturally, very muscly, so I think I'd be stronger than you. you swimming? I competed in swimming as well. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I competed in swimming. That was more than tennis but swimming was when i was younger and then i just hated doing it i just hate because i was because i could see you as a swimmer and, pushed, and i hated it so i went on to tennis but swimming was like and i think from swimming because i did butterfly stroke as well what so i think my muscles Daisy, is this never I blowing your mind blowing my mind she's I, really I, good I at tennis really <laughs> nice. she's really good at oh, the butterfly okay Ooh, what else what else what else have i got no that's it but i think my muscles never really went down from there so i'm very like hench hmm. yeah yeah interesting yeah interesting,
1: yeah. interesting yeah see i was like the kid that was like off games every single week because i always had a period or something wrong with me <laughs> Fake well, note from i my think
0: mom. i actually think you would win because i think you'd be more vicious than me
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think that's the and i also i could probably like i don't tire like, I, I am like a dog like that. I think I could just yeah. run laps around you and just wait for you to. Like, I yeah. think if it was like one round, I'd be out. You'd kill me. But I think if we could keep going. So, like, I think my... I would also be very distracting and irritating.
0: That's the thing. Because like, I feel. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> in tennis, my weakness was always that I didn't. Uh, like, I didn't get to the net. I, I was lazy, basically. Like, yeah. I loved baseline playing, but, like, getting to the net, I was like, oh, copy arse. Which is where I feel like. And like in a fight you'd be like fight me in that corner and I'd be like oh, I really can't be fight on that corner. Yeah. Yeah, like fight me here Like fight me in this so all I'd have I'm to do moving. is like run away from you literally you, yeah so I think you'd win there interesting you right can we put this to the listeners please like we could have gloves on I'm quite good at boxing I think I could I think I'm I think I could win there sorry no offense mm. I'm quite good at boxing hmm
1: what? What else is she not? This, this is. Not, what else are you good at? No, this that's it. That's absolutely, you said it. that was it before. You said boxing. That is
0: it. Like I can't. Like I'm um, running a fucking it No, nothing. Nothing else. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, well, I have some work to do. I'm clearly. terrible at team
0: sports, terrible. Hated it, hated it. Made me, my skin crawl, made me want to run away. Couldn't stand it. Why? Hated it. Cause the cause pressure. fundamentally very selfish. No, the pressure. Like, <laughs> everyone's looking at you like, don't drop the ball, or like, get the ball in the hoop. Or oh, thought like, you were also very good at netball in the arcade. No, no, I hate that. You I hate were good that. at it, though.
1: No, I wasn't. Yes, I hate you were.
0: I hate that yes, pressure. Yes, you were. No, I didn't. No. And, like, hockey couldn't stand that. I just... Yeah, the pressure.
1: You've actually really, really given me some food for thought. But I really would like to know what the what the listeners think. I, I like bet you were good at fine. team games. No, nah. oh, okay. I wasn't good at any games. Okay, I wasn't good at anything. Yeah. I've only I only very recently came to exercise when like running and weights Are yeah, you good now? At yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good now. Like I literally I, I started cycling when I was eighteen, and then that was like the first time I got into fitness, and it's kind of like snowballed from there. But yeah. I wasn't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm all right. I've recently started playing tennis. Well. I... <sighs> Recently I played tennis about yeah, two were, weeks ago. You were good. Yeah, I was oh, all right. I was yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah, really good. But I'm, a, I'm incredibly inconsistent, and I feel like that's kind of like my mantra for life. Like I'm, yeah. I'm quite an inconsistent being, so yeah. I don't think anybody would want to count on me because if I showed up on a good yeah. day, you'd be like fucking a team player, but then if I show up on a bad day, it's just it's curtains, you know yeah. what I am mean? You're done for. <laughs> and no one's going to take that risk with their lives, which is fair enough. So no, yeah. I'm not a good team player, which is why I like running, because I can just do it on my own. And I did. Yeah. S- same. Same. All that yeah. like stuff I could do on my own. No
0: pressure from anyone else. Yeah. Just like, leave, leave me alone. alone.
1: Okay. Anyway, go we've on. got a little. Is it just me? Is it just me? And then we will leave you to it to go and process. Hey Process gals. the question: Who's going to win in a fight?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Think carefully. Think long and hard. <laughs> hey gals, love the pod. Is it just me that finds it impossible not to take criticisms you receive from work? or general criticism from close ones personally. As a perfectionist and sensitive person, any criticism I receive eats me up inside for days and makes me question whether I even know myself anymore. I know it shouldn't be something that affects me as much as it does, but it's just the default for my mind. Any tips would be appreciated.
1: I actually really hope this episode has been helpful for you with that in mind. like I know we didn't fully yeah. go into it and definitely when we get Jack back, we can definitely do one about criticism. Yeah. But I feel, I hope the today's sentiment been helpful. The is, is spot on there.
0: Like, what we were talking about with jack saying about like how you have it you you kind of have a choice to take that criticism and let it make you feel bad about yourself or let it water off the ducks back yeah easier said than
1: done a hundred percent because that's yeah as there heard. are still some things though that like some quotes that i really really hold on to with this and one of them on. i think matt haig says it quite a lot but it's like don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't go to for advice and yeah, I, I keep that really specific to things because it's like sometimes like you can take criticism like let's say for example it was your mum that was criticizing you you okay. can't use that as a blanket expression because you probably would go to your mum for advice with some shit but I think like it, okay so someone's criticizing your outfits I'm like but I but, but it would be someone that dresses absolutely appallingly so I'm like why am I taking this from you I wouldn't come yeah. to you and ask you how to dress nicely yeah but again it's part of people pleasing so soon. what if okay so i think because this girl's saying
0: like close friends that she's like close people give criticism so yeah. what if it's someone that you would go to
1: for advice and they give you criticism like like and you then really struggle with that criticism so i think you still have a choice as to whether or not you want to take it personally and i think like yeah. okay so criticize me hit me i am actually really good at taking criticism now which is a remarkable oh, hey, blazer. Right that is and actually that's a really good example because first of all it's a fantastic fucking blazer yeah but second of all i know you but also (laughs) alex dresses really well so i would if if you said that to me that would be an example for me where i'd be like that's annoying because i would have gone to you for criticism uh, for advice sorry right but on that choice i'm like but i like this blazer yeah and then you just have to weigh up it's like does her opinion mean more than mine like does it And, and and ultimately it's what we were talking about with jack it's like do i do i really want to give like all of my power to this person for this one passing comment and also like maybe they hate the blazer because they don't like pink maybe they hate the blazer because they're in a foul mood maybe they hate the blazer because they don't like shoulder pads because they're some cretin i don't know like you know there's like there's so many reasons why somebody and and we and i and i i really believe that it's so much of this it's misogyny and it's like the way that women have been conditioned to be appealing and palatable and perfect for everybody so obviously we take criticism as a personal a really personal mm. thing because if you don't like this blazer i'm like oh what the fuck did i get dressed for then yeah. because everybody has to like my outfit otherwise what's the point of wearing it take it off take it off. yeah exactly burn it <laughs> fuck this blazer but actually i like the blazer and that is enough yeah. and ultimately that's all you ever have in your life is yeah. your own assurance and if someone gives you criticism and you think Fair enough, actually. Because sometimes that's the case. Like, if you just do something terribly, like, I don't know, like, you just did a shit piece of work and someone's like, that was shit. And if my opinion aligns with their opinion, I'm like, fair. But if my opinion doesn't align, it doesn't mean that their opinion's right, it doesn't mean my opinion's wrong. Two opinions exist. And to me, my opinion is the most important. To you, yours is. You hate my blazer. I love my blazer. Who's the blazer on? Me. Who's looking at it? You. Who can do something about this? You. Turn away. Yeah. Turn away, and that's not on me. Yeah. I'm gonna keep wearing my fucking stunning blazer. It's so
0: true. Yeah, and I do think that's a good point. Like, it's good to assess the criticism. Like, you know, maybe that's a different thing. Sometimes I say like, oh, I don't hate your outfit. That, they're just being a bit of a twat. But like, with criticism, like about your work, I think this girl's example was like, yeah. save for that. Like, it's good to assess it and evaluate it and be like, do, is there anything I need to actually take from this? And
1: yeah, you know, like, but also it's not personal. But the yeah. work that you make yeah. isn't a reflection of you as a person like what you did last yeah. tuesday afternoon when you were a bit tired because you had a big lunch like that's not you as a person just because you've done one bad potentially one bad piece of work doesn't make you a bad yeah. person yeah you've just done one not great job no biggie and i, I think what's it important
0: what's important to remember what helps me to remember is because i used to think if anyone ever criticized my work i used to think it was the end of the world and think that everyone was talking about me everyone's piece of work but actually they don't care the person that said it to you doesn't care no. they'll say it and they'll probably never think about it again yeah and it's and either you really it not a big deal don't. yeah
1: and either you fix it or you don't and, I, and yeah. I think i really 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 believe if you criticize a man's work and say generally speaking if if me and alec me and my alex are the same piece of work and we both sent it off and mine came back and they were like love this but i have some amendments I would take that more personally than if his boss replied to him saying this is a piece of fucking shit burn it and start again yeah he'd be like okay fair enough and me i'm like a few pimpers and it's like right. we we because we are conditioned to make everybody's lives easier make everything perfect and do everything absolutely to the t understand the, the bar for women is higher and i do think we are expected to do more so we do take criticism yeah more and I don't think it's your fault but I also don't think it has to be personal because your opinion of yourself is the most important thing and just because somebody has an opinion about you it doesn't mean that's what you are yeah that's how we'll end this solid Jack will come back though and we'll do something about 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 criticism Jack lives here now this is a three-way it's going to be long (laughs) um guys thank you so much for listening thank you fun awkward sign i off. never know how to sign off um thank you for yep. being here we love you we really really do um we've got um, a great oh great episode next week for world mental health day such a good episode. so excited to hear it really good. and we love you and thanks for listening and hopefully my hangover will have gone by next yeah. monday <laughs> thanks <laughs> you guys right, see you later bye <laughs>